Hi, and welcome to Influence Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influence marketing agency for fashion, home, and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age, and of course, all things influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Freda Ekholm, and in this week's episode, I have my brilliant colleague, Carlos Casquillo, Head of Revenue at Cure Media, with me in the studio. Carlos is an expert on guiding marketers and brands in their strategic decisions. So today, we invited him to deep dive into the latest numbers on the media landscape and what to think about as a brand and marketer for 2024. Hi, Carlos, and welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, Frida. I'm great. So fun to be back uh, on the podcast and talk about this very interesting topic, of course. Yeah, so happy to have you here. So before we're starting, uh, could you tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Cure Media? Yeah, for sure. So I've been at Cure Media uh, for three years and I work as head of revenue and uh, trying always to figure out how we can develop ourselves to become uh, better partners for our clients. And uh, in my role, I do a lot of research, trying to understand where the marketing landscape is moving and uh, the future ahead of us. So it's a really fun role, actually. Yeah. And uh, it fits very well with today's subject, of course, which uh, we will deep dive into the media landscape. Carlos, you have read a lot of uh, the latest numbers, research and reports, and you will walk us through what's the most important to remember uh, for 2024. So we will go through, uh, for example, where brands lay their media investments, how well it matches with how people consume media today. And let's start with the basics. Carlos, what trends do you see in media investments from these numbers? Yeah, so the, I usually use a very good web uh, portal, Statista, for all the, the stats, because there I can get stats from every country that we operate in. And this stats is from the Northern Europe. So it's uh, Germany, UK, the Nordics, uh, and what we see in general, the big trends is no surprise for anyone, I think. And that's that traditional advertising is uh, on the downfall, is declining, whereas uh, digital media is uh, has been growing. Uh, but we see some patterns where some digital channels are, are actually reaching a stagnation point. So that's very interesting, of course. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if we look to at more specific like TV and linear TV, uh, it's no surprise. Linear TV is declining, uh, but we also see online TV taking over uh, space and the online TV advertising is increasing. But if we put these two together, TV as in total is stagnated. It's like the same level. So it's a flat uh, development. Uh, and that's... Very interesting because many people are talking so much about online TV is um, growing uh, very fast. But it's it's growing, but it's growing at the same pace as linear TV is decreasing. Uh, and if we look at print, and this will no, be no surprise that print is actually very has a very fast negative development and has been so for some years. We look at uh, out of home 
our home is uh, very flat and stagnated the last couple of years. And for the next coming four years ahead, it will still be flat. So it will neither increase or decrease. So yeah, that's very interesting as well. Yeah. But how does it look for the more digital channels? Yeah, the digital channels is, of course, very interesting to look into. Uh, the biggest one uh, in terms of investments is search, of course. Search is actually three times bigger than uh, TV in total. Uh, so it's, it's a huge investment that are putting into search. There are very many now fighting for the, the, th that space. And if we look at social media, paid ads... It has been growing a lot the last years, but it's actually now reaching a, a stagnation point where it's not growing as much. And this is very interesting uh, to understand uh, and to deep dive uh, within. My take on it would be that I, I think since COVID came, uh, we saw a lot of, before COVID, we saw a lot of really good e-commercers doing uh, a lot of digital marketing. But with COVID, all physical readers enter the same space and everybody leveled up on their digital marketing. And that's why social paid ads and search is super crowded now and has become very much more expensive than before. And this now has created uh, quite some challenges for many especially e-commerce brands that were used to be alone in this space. Uh, so that's very interesting. And it's, I think it's tougher now. And brands need to be more creative than just doing performance marketing. Yeah. And of course, interesting for, for us uh, working with influence marketing, how does influence marketing look like? Yeah, influencer marketing, of course, that's like the first uh, graph I look into. <laughs> and the influencer marketing is growing year by year and will continue to grow uh, year by year the next coming five years. So it's the, one of the fastest growing channels and it's really interesting. Uh, and just to give you some perspective of the size of it, uh, so influencer marketing passed the the investments made made in this channel passed the radio last year, and it will pass print uh, the upcoming years. And by 2027, it will be at the same size or even passed out of home. So that's quite interesting, and it's good for all of us to understand that this space is moving and growing a lot. Yeah. It's hard to ignore influencer marketing and the growth of it, uh, especially in the coming years. Yeah, for sure. So if we talk about, like now we looked at the investments, what trends do you see in the consumer behavior, the people that we're all trying to reach? Yes. So when we look at the consumer behaviors on social media uh, or in general, not just social media, uh, the first thing is to look into which channel do you get the most reach out of. And here social media is the strongest channel for getting a good solid reach, uh, especially if you look into the ages 15 up to 50 years old. So it's not just for young people, it's also for the ones at my age or older. Uh, 
And it has actually, if we compare it with TV, linear TV, uh, social media gives you a, a strong reach and it's three times higher than TV. So that's quite interesting. Uh, I think everybody understands this because if you look at the investment, uh, social media is getting a lot of investments. So it's no surprise. Usage time. So if you know now that the people are actually on social media, uh, but how much time do they spend on social media? And the stats here also says they spend six times more time on social media than TV. And that's quite a lot. <laughs> and, and that's every day. Uh, so, and with this said, I think everybody, many marketers out there understands this, uh, but we still see those see that there's so much more money invested in traditional media. So it's not balanced in, in uh, accordingly to these numbers. Uh, and that's a shift I think we will see more in the future. More and more people will balance it and even it out accordingly to the, to the audience behaviors. Yeah, and that's super important for everyone and every brand. Um, and if you would like to summarize, what's the key takeaway of all these insights? What's, what's your last words? <laughs> yeah, so just trying to summarize it. No, but of course, the shift has been made uh, from the people's behavior to uh, social media. But we still see that the traditional media spend is still very high. So, and it can, it's okay that it is high, but it should be more balanced because you need a mix, a solid mix. That's for sure important. But what I also think is many brands have made a shift to social, but they have not adapted their, their ads or their ways of marketing or their marketing tactics to the behaviors. And this is a shift that is going on now, but I think it will become more important uh, for the future uh, because social is very crowded. So you need to know how to stand out. And here, I think the best way is to do peer-to-peer -peer marketing, of course, because that's like who we trust the most is other people. So, and that's the essence of peer-to-peer -peer marketing. And that's why influencer marketing works so Great, because it's other people's recommendations at scale. Uh, and that's very important. So many want to do peer-to-peer -peer marketing, but they don't know how to scale it. So influencer marketing is, of course, one of the best channels to scale that uh, strategies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you said, as a creative, the, when you say like... Uh, adapting your messages and your content to the platforms you're on is super important, especially for the younger audiences that are used to seeing like um, the right type of content on there. So please stop putting your TV commercials on TikTok and Instagram, please. That's a good summarize. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big thing, Carlos, for joining me on this episode and sharing lots of valuable insights on the media investments and consumer behavior for 2024. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Super fun as always. This brings us to the end of another episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influencer marketing content, and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media.